Where is Durko? Durko. Hopefully he comes on soon. You know, he's always fashionably late. So what's good, man? You know, just loving life, waiting for Durko to show up, late as always. Uh, you know, he's a busy man. Very I busy. So. I guess I'll, I guess I'll, what's up with you, man? You know, just, you know, just staying busy, man. Just staying focused. Staying productive, staying focused, man. Eyes on the prize, man. There is no tomorrow. You know, that's right. Nothing beats you down harder than life. It's now how hard you can hit, how hard, how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. <laughs> Another episode of Zombie Squadcast with your host, Glenn the Maniac Nelson, over there in the bunker. MC Techfall over there in the studio. Drinking a whole mug of Jack, just straight, straight Jack and a big old, uh, what do you call those mugs? Living your best life, baby. Living your best life. Yeah, I missed you down at Merle's Inlet, man. It was a good time. It reminded me of uh, when we took that road trip back in 2015. Return to the road trip, man. Return, <laughs> return to the classic spots, man. Except you guys weren't there, man. What was the name of the, what was the name of the bar? Big Fish. Uh, it was called the Hot Fish Club. Hot Fish. And then that, we went to and then we went to Riptides. Remember? Riptides was the was like the big like nightclub. Yeah. But Hot Fish was like uh, like a seaside bar. Dock and bar. Dock Dude, bar. It, took, it took us like an hour to get out to uh, Riptides, remember? Yeah. We took that Uber. It was like a way out in the middle of nowhere. So, so that so the our first night in the Merle Inlets, Durka was taking forever to get dressed. He had to put his cot grease in. We should wait for Durka to join. I know he's going to be joining soon, but well, but anyways, you know, we'll just talk shit about him behind his back. So he was taking forever with his cock grease in his hair, and you know. Then he had, then he had to put on that shirt. that that suit jacket, and he it put, was like 90, got, 95 he, degrees. He got dressed up like you and I are wearing cargo shorts and t-shirts and polos. This guy's getting decked out in like skin tight button ups with a sport with a with a with a dress jacket, and like this he had like dress skinny dress jeans. He had his, uh, you know, he had his, uh, you know, snakeskin loafers on, ready to go to the club. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, basically. So, I mean, he was, he was ready, he was ready to have a ball, but, <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he's taking forever. Then he forgot his, uh, then he forgot his key. He forgot his room key. He had to go run up and get his. He forgot his wallet and his room key. Had to run up there, grab his wallet and his room key. And then the cab showed up and he's still going upstairs trying to like find his stuff. So the cab is like, well, there's this other, there's this other bar club. Um, 
what you call it, um, hot fish. So he was just like, hey, we'll just, we're just going to go to hot fish. <laughs> and so he gets in the club. So he finally, he, should, he finally comes down, gets in the cab, and he's all excited. And the, and the cabbie takes us like half a mile down the road and drops us off at, at hot fish. He's like, this isn't the fucking place we decided on. I'm so and then there's in like 15 minutes into hot fish he's like it's fucking hot <laughs> he's, oh he's drenched in sweat he's he's drenched in sweat yeah and his in his uh you know he, he like he's dressing up for like manhattan and i'm like bro we're in the myrtle inlets this is like this is like myrtle beach 2.0 this is the myrtle's inlet man this is not manhattan or or nothing like that it's like dive bar central dive bar central yeah so that was that was a blast that was fun god i can't believe that was six years ago yeah it was six freaking years ago man god where'd the time go we're in like episode 185 <laughs> zombie squad cast episodes I think this is like 166 or 167. But uh, yeah, I mean, um... it was fun though. It was a it was a blast when I went down there uh, last week. It was fun. Went down there uh, for for Mustang Week. You know, they had like 200 Mustangs down there in the Myrtle's Inlet, Myrtle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, um, Garden City. Surfside Beach. It was cool. Yeah, we find yeah, like going like back at going back to the road trip. We finally went to the club he wanted to the next day. But uh I mean Yeah, it took us like an hour to get out there in an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> it took us like an hour. It did, it really did. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Live and direct from the art gallery. <laughs> That's right. Coming to you live from the Met Gallery in Fort Raven, New Jersey. Fort Raven, New Jersey. <laughs> the name of the fort changes like every month. I thought it was, what? first it was Fort Lee, then it's Fort Fort Robert, now it's Fort Lee, now it's Fort Raven. What's, what's, the, name right. of, what's the name of the fort? It's Fort Raven Re. Okay. Oh. It's just Fort Lee, man. It's just Fort, Fort Lee. Fort Lee. It's I just, hope not. Right. I don't know why they're naming Fort. It's just Seth. a I little bit away from Manhattan, right? It's right. It's right next to right Fort Meade. City. Fort Meade, like that mead you're drinking out of that giant Game of Thrones mug that you're drinking out of. Here. <laughs> that thing's full of Jack. That thing is like filled up all the way to the rim of Jack. He's just drinking straight Jack. Actually, I did get this from the Renaissance Festival. Oh, yeah? You went to one recently? No, I went to one like six years ago. Did you fire it up yourself? Did you actually like mold it and put it into the, the furnace yourself? No, somebody made it. Oh, okay. I actually got this crazy, crazy cool uh, shock glass at the shore. We were playing some games at the shore. This crazy dragon shock glass. 
bringing out the Jersey Shore. Yeah, we're over in Seaside Heights, man, playing like, it's like Coney Island, we play like a bunch of games and like win prizes and get cards and like whatever to take your points and all that, you know? It's a good time, it's fun. It's like Coney Island, except you don't have to step on heroin needles and shit and broken beer bottles, you know? Yeah. I kind of miss the heroin needles and the broken beer bottles a little I bit. I don't. But, um, Who the fuck no. misses heroin needles? No one needs that in my life. Nelson, did you did you fire somebody today? Not yet. Not yet. We're getting there, though. I we're feel getting, it cooking we're, up. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And just not gonna show up. Yeah. Just fire them on Tuesday. Oh. Just put them. Just put them on charges. Well, yeah. the, well, this is a, well, this is a film, so you this is a film, so you can't court martial them. You just, you, but you just say, "Hey, pack your shit. You're 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 out. We're no longer paying for your hotel room." Yeah, we we have found we have found another person to fill your spot on set. Oh, but but you know, come on, oh. Okay. I mean, whatever. Say what you want. You have just filling, an, just filling an alternate. You have been let go. You have been officially let go from this production. I mean, actors have actors have understudies. I have someone that can fill your role for you. Yeah, Durko could fill his role. Yeah, Durko. I mean, dude, all you gotta do is paint walls. You got, you got a whole lot hey, of art. Walls. Yeah. Just put up some statues and plug in some uh, plug in some cable. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Whatever, dude. You're about to Nelson me. I can feel it. I can feel the Nelson brewing up right now. Just nail, just nail stuff into the wall. Paint it. You're, you look tired, bro. Are you tired? You all right? Sleeping good? Do I look tired? Yeah, you look a little... You look a little uh, Little overworked there, guy. He looks like the man is beating them down. That's right. You can't let that man beat you down. It's the squad, son. We represent zombie. Come on. It's it's the zombie squad. It's the zombie squad looking tired and looking like shit and exhausted and overworked (laughs) is a part of the fucking job. I swear to God, Chris, every every week Chris like puts on a few pounds, like loses a few pounds, whatever it is, but he's always looking like the freshest, most like well slept. And he's gotten by far the hardest, like I feel like rigorous schedule out of all three of us. But it's what's working for him. Look at him. Pretty boy over there. He's doing something over there. Doing it right. Cheers to that. I'm looking to do it. Oh, Nelson's been packing on the weight and losing it. The weight is all here. I'm still working on the abs, but I mean he's still working on a dad bod. Still working on the dad bod. Every episode, let's talk about a dad bod. Every episode, every episode, we gotta talk about a dad bod. The dad, the chicks dig the dad bod. Yeah, it's it's Chris Page's recommendation. I don't think I don't think I don't think Durka was a part of that conversation last time. No, he wasn't. He was uh, MIA from that conversation wives yeah. like here, so here here's here's my here's my thinking on the dad bod okay wives love the dad bod because they know that no one else will be attracted to their husband i like that theory 
like that, that. The, the, yeah i mean it makes sense right like oh i love the dad bod i love the dad bod yeah because i'm out of shape I look like shit and no and, and the neighbors ain't and, and the neighbor is not going to be chasing me down knocking on the door hey i brought you some fresh baked cookies can you can you help water my lawn yeah i bet you want me to water your lawn right and, I feel like and, that's, and so, that's, that's a fireman's life though firemen always probably right cops and firemen are always getting hassled by attractive women tough life man. all those fake ass dc firemen all they do is just pull cats out of the tree that's all they do they don't do shit <laughs> is that what they're calling it these days the kids Pulling cats out of trees, man. It's got Nelson right there. Doing nothing. Doing a whole lot of nothing. So, yeah, before you jumped on, we were talking about the Merle's Inlet and uh, that road trip of 2015. I missed you guys over in Merle's Inlet, man. He went Wait, back you to weren't the, there? He, he, went to the, he went back to the pier at Merle's Inlet. Yeah. Oh, no, the pier was actually in Garden City. Where we went, it wasn't two about two miles away from Merle's Inlet. Well, yeah, I think yeah, you're right because there's like there's like a, a major pier every mile, I think, with that beach. Well, I didn't. Garden City was working on their pier. They're like Garden City. Garden City was the pier that we did. We went to the yeah. tattoo prank. Yeah, but Merle's Inlet has its own pier. We for just no, no. It has a it has a marsh walk, which is different. It has a marsh walk because it's on the marsh. I think the, the hot fi- I think the hot fish is the pier because that's a big no, ass. That's still, that, that is like the biggest dock bar I've ever been to. That's still part of the marsh. It's called the marsh walk. Okay. It's still on the marsh walk. That's that's what it is down there. Then you have Garden City, which is completely different. That's actually on the beach. But what's the difference between a pier and a marsh walk? I mean, that dock bar, hot fish, is like... Well, a pier, a, pier. a pier is, is kind of like the one in Ocean City. Right. You know how it, how it goes out. That's more of an actual a fishing pier. Yeah. what it's called. Yeah, the fishing pier. Which pier was it in... Uh, you know, in the road trip, the whole road trip episodes, we went to another pier and like we were doing all that fishing and you caught. Yeah, that was in Tybee Island. We went to the pier. Tybee. That was Tybee. We that was Tybee. We went, and we went fishing for bluefish. Mm-hmm. So, he, and so you, caught, you caught like 15 bluefish. Yeah, something like that. But they had like seven, I saw like seven bull sharks swimming around the pier. You didn't jump in? When I went to Garden City, I was fishing. And then one of them, one guy. There's only one way to catch a fart. uh, Catch a fart. There's only one way to catch a (laughs) fart. There's only one way to catch a fart. And that's to like. (laughs) There's only one way to catch a shark. And that's to jump in. All right, fuck it. Okay. That that whole shark joke got ruined. Nailed it. That whole shark joke got ruined because I said catch a fart. Yeah, you uh, you biffed it right there. I biffed it. I'm all right. I'm I'm gonna write that down though. That's funny. Catch a fart. That's a good one, man. Only one. I like that. Only one. Catchy story. To catch a shark. 
to sh- a shark's even worse. You might get a little squirt on the nose to, <laughs> to catch a shark. I'm actually going to make it a shark. I like That's that. That's good. I watched that. You ever see, you remember, you remember in, um, what, was, what the fuck was that movie? Hall Pass? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. not, not, um, it was uh, Along Came Polly where, where he goes, I just sharded. <laughs> I'm not talking about Along Came Polly. I'm talking about Hall Pass. Fucking Luke Wilson. And I think it was the guy who played Andy. Oh, no, it was the other one. It's, the, it's that other actor. Fuck. Ed Helms. Ed Helmsman was in there. It what? Ed Helms was in Hall Pass. Yeah. And then there was a third guy. The f- hell if I can remember. Anyways, one of them. So it wasn't Luke Wilson, but it was one of the other two guys. Was trying to hook up with this girl in a <laughs> hotel room. She's like in a dress with no underwear on. She sneezes and she just shitted all over the bathroom wall. <laughs> and like the look on his face and the look on his face he's like he's just like just like what chris says all the time he's like i gotta go that was like the funniest scene in the whole movie it was it was hilarious that was the funniest scene in the whole movie when she fucking sneezed and sharted all over the uh the shower of the hotel bathroom just splattered it all over. Like I think I remember that shot. Those shots are probably fun to shoot. Like the like she farted so bad that the shower curtain like blew away. Like blew <laughs> off, blew off to the side, and poop just sprayed all over like the the wall of the shower. It's so nasty. She's like, I feel so much better now. That's what it was. Oh. Yep. Yep. That was the That's scene. Cool. 2011. That was the hall pass is 10 years old. 10 years old. 10 years old. And Ed Helms was not in this movie. So it's Jason, Jason Sudeikis. That's who I was trying to think of. Yeah, that's right. Jason, Jason Sudeikis. And there was a third guy who is uh, Stephen Merchant. He's that British dude that was on the office a couple of times. He was in the original British office. Yeah. Good film. No, I, I was thinking about We Are the Millers. Was was Ed Helms was in that movie? That, no, that's Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he, and also Ed Helms was in that movie as well. Ed Helms wasn't in that movie. And We Are the Millers. We are yeah, the. We are the Millers. Yeah, We the, Are the Millers. Jason Sudeikis hires Jennifer Aniston, a stripper, to Did, pose as his wife. I got that. All right. The magic of the fucking internet. And now... All right, so there's a TV show called We Are the Millers, but then there's a yeah, movie But then there's a movie called We're the Millers. It's abbreviated We're the Millers. Yeah, We're the Millers. We're the Millers. We're. Ed Helms is in it. Okay. Was he the... Hold on. He was the drug dealer that had the orca. <laughs> yeah. Did Hawkeye get his own show? Is Hawkeye, that, is that Hawkeye, Hawkeye does now have his own show coming to Disney Plus November what? 24th, I believe it is. What? What is that? November 24th? 
Yeah. And he's training the new Hawkeye. Um, shit, if I, I can't remember her name. I can't remember the character's name. It's a female, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, the actress is uh, is the actress from Bumblebee and... Um, oh, yeah. She was younger. That's right. She was in... Um, oh, she was in that Jeff Bridges movie that, that was a Western. It was a remake of a John Wayne movie. Uh, oh my god my internet my my internet sucks since i'm zooming right now i'm gonna be so mad when i see the name of the western so she so she plays kate bishop who is the second hawkeye she took she took the mantle of hawkeye from hawkeye she got her big break in true true grit with jeff bridges and matt damon and uh that's is that Haley steinfeld yeah 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 she was in bumblebee she was in pitch perfect a couple of the pitch perfect movies yeah she's kate bishop and she, i guess throughout the mcu she's gonna take over as hawkeye oh she was in charlie's angels too the last one um, oh, that's, oh she, that's right she was yeah. with, uh, she was with the twilight um i mean nobody watches that neutral angels probably but yeah i don't think anybody saw that oh you know what she was in she did a voiceover and um spider-man into the spider-verse that actually was really good if you guys haven't seen that spider-verse was good no no yeah into the the spider-verse was really good see i'm not i'm not a big animation guy when it comes to marvel like it's like the live action movies are where it's at when it comes to marvel and i was even kind of like not even interested in watching what if because it was animated but what if is freaking amazing like what if is really good what if stories with marvel so to shine a little light on Haley steinfeld she's actually done a bunch of like rap videos she did a little dicky video where she was a voiceover for that song earth that he did she was in a machine gun kelly video at my best she did a like a Sean Menendez video, Taylor Swift video. She's all over these music videos, man. That's crazy. And that's recently. Anyway, that's like yeah, in the last like five six years, she's just done a lot of music videos. She did so yeah, she did a, because um, that's that's between because because last five six years is between now and Bumblebee because I think Bumblebee came out about five years ago. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all this and and uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, too. she did. She did EDM. She did rap. Like yeah, really, yeah. really good. Little, so right. so let, let, let's start with Bumblebee because Bumble. No, actually, let's start with Pitch Perfect Three because I think that was a big role for her, right? And then yeah. she did a a couple of yeah. shorts. I think she does YouTube stuff. I think that's why. Then she oh, did, really? Then she did Bumblebee. She did Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Right, twenty eighteen. 2018, yeah. Then she did Drax, Lil Dicky, Benny Blanco, Between Two Ferns, the movie, she played herself. Right. Charlie, Charlie's Angels. I think she has a YouTube channel and she does like, um, she does like next level YouTube stuff. Like, cool. That's dope. Maybe YouTube. She, maybe she's, maybe got YouTube 51, red stuff. she's got 51 credits, man. She is, you know, probably what? 22 or something who knows oh she's not that old 
96. Yeah, she's. Yeah, but. Well, Three Days to Kill was pretty good. She was in Romeo and Juliet, man. Jeez, her career goes way. She was like a child star, really. She was, yeah. I think True Grit was her breakout role. Romeo and Juliet. I don't even remember seeing that being. She probably had a small little role, you know. No, she's Juliet. What? She is Juliet. Oh, this is a remake. It's not the one that we grew up with. Oh, it's another Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Dude, there's there's been like 17 Romeo and Juliet movies, man. Oh, I don't even I have not seen 17, any of them. 17 or 18, and that's just US. Yeah. There's been a whole like everyone, everyone keeps redoing Romeo and Juliet. Got a horrible rating, but you know, whatever. It's the credit. 5.8 if 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 you have a movie on imdb that has a 5.0 or higher a five is watchable yeah my standards are crazy i like won't do anything like below six to eight yeah, <laughs> you gotta watch you gotta watch other stuff too man you can't just sit at the seven but dude you get you you get good ideas from bad movies like there's always That's gonna true. be there's always gonna be like you know something in a in a movie that is okay, but it's gonna it always everything. There's always something that stands out for me, and I'm like, that was dope. Yeah, you're always. I feel like you're getting ideas, Chris. Probably also, man. You quote movies like a freaking like you know tape recorder, man. You just know movies like crazy. You get surprised. You don't like you know watch movies every day because Nelson and I know watch movies every day I do I do I do watch movies every day he doesn't watch movies every day he just watches YouTube recaps and then just quotes the exact YouTube recap (laughs) he's just watching YouTube YouTube specials on movies when he's when he's out there putting out fires in between like fire he's like no let me just use this shit real quick so Michael what is it I mean I mean it's hard to keep up with all the movies that are out there like there is a yeah. lot of content. There's so many movies, you know, in so many different apps. Like it's crazy, you know how how many movies there are out there. Like you'd be like, wow, man! If you if you look at like certain actors, like look at Van Damme, for instance. Like how many movies he has done that people have never even heard about, you know, right. or movies that he's done overseas and stuff. Like the list goes on. Of, I mean, there's a, a lot of actors that are doing work overseas and movies that you haven't even heard of, you know? Yeah. And, so, and some of these apps, you know, show some of these movies. So it's just, it's just too hard to keep up with. It's a lot, man. There's, there's some, well, there's a lot of shows out there, man. I think uh, uh, you got uh, Sinister Infinite's a great show. Yeah, you got the uh, Rogues Gallery. It's a fantastic show. I believe there's some new episodes of Sinister Infinite out there right now on YouTube. Yeah, season three, perhaps. Uh, oh yeah. So everybody should go check that out. You know, just saying, casual. Just saying, just go Sin- watch it. Sinister three is Sinister three is coming out every Friday at one p.m. on YouTube. Bang. Current, currently, currently, yeah. But you know, uh, Omar from The Wire passed away. Michael K. Williams, I believe his name was. When did that happen? From The Wire, uh, Michael K. Williams. That happened, I think, a week ago. 
Yeah, it was recent. That was, was very last week, recent. right? Omar, yeah, from, it was like six, six days ago, like six, seven days ago. Yeah, Omar from yeah. The Wire, I think, passed away last Monday. Dang. Yeah, when I lived in Baltimore City, they were filming The Wire. Wait a minute. Was he gay? Oh my God, I didn't know this. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but why why no. is that why is that a point of discussion? It's it's not. He was just like the toughest, right? Like street character on like the wire. Yeah. And like I, I didn't look into but it. Omar, but Omar, but but the character Omar was gay. Oh, that's right. The character he played, not him. Okay, I gotcha. Not that there's anything wrong with it if he was. No, LGBTQ all day. Wow! What? <laughs> we support that shit here, man. We're not. We're not. We're not. We certainly. We certainly do. The character was we certainly. But <sighs> you're gonna piss off the wrong freaking people, man. We certainly oh, do. Man. So, but listen, I mean, uh, they, dude, Omar from the character Omar from The Wire was one of the most unique characters. He was like a fucking desperado gunslinging badass in the streets of Baltimore. He specifically robbed drug dealers. For whatever reason, he only robbed drug dealers. Like a vigilante Robin Hood type. Uh, you know. and, there, and there was this great episode. There was this great episode of The Wire where he was on trial. Or no, was he on trial? Or no, I think he had to, uh, I think he had to testify against you know, one of the big kingpins in Baltimore in The Wire. And they were like, so Omar, whatever, what do you do? And he goes, I rob drug dealers. And With, and a, like, with an open, start-off shotgun. Yeah. Yup. And a fucking trench coat. But um, I think what happened was that's that was his that was his MO for whatever reason. And they tracked down his they tracked down his partner and killed his partner his lover his romantic partner mm-hmm. and uh and killed him and so omar like turned it up twofold and he started then killing drug dealers killing everybody that was a part of the crew of uh i think it was just um ended up being the one drug dealer that was acquitted in the end of the series and and remained kind of still in power. It, it was, it, dude. It was. It's such a deep and realistic, crazy show. The Wire. It's definitely worth a watch once through at least. They're shooting a new thing. Um, we had uh, Taj Vaughn on for about five minutes. So our last roundtable, we had Johnny Benson and Taj Vaughn on. And Taj Vaughn was on for about a minute and then had to like go hide in his bunker because he was in Charles County, Maryland. And they had a thunderstorm morning and they had to go take shelter. And so he had to leave the podcast. And then he came on for like the last five minutes of the podcast. But he's been working on this show called We Own This City. And it's from the writers of the writers and the writer and producers of the of the wire. It's a new Baltimore police crime drama called We Own This City. It's being shot in Baltimore now. So Taj Vaughn is like PAing on that now or maybe being an extra or something or both. But uh, yeah, that's their new project. 
It's being produced currently as we speak in Baltimore. We own this city. And hopefully that show, uh, you know, continues to be produced. Hopefully it's not like a one-off season show. Hopefully it's uh, ongoing, creates work and production in, in, in Maryland again. Yeah, so what is going on with the production in Maryland, D.C., uh, Virginia right now? Well, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm in the Caribbean right now on a gig. What's the uh, music? What's the uh, production scene in the Caribbean looking like these days, Nelson? Non non-existent. No, I mean we're working on this film. I can't talk too much about the film just yet, but oh, okay. oh, oh, we keep getting shut down. <laughs> we, keep, we keep getting shut down for thunderstorms. There's a lot of downtime. I've been editing Sin uh, Rogues Gallery season four and Sinister Infinite season four in my downtime doing the podcast in my downtime um it's like it's like an ad's worst nightmare on this film set because it's just delays delay after delay after delay for thunderstorms and weather <laughs> that seems like a film shoot in maryland <laughs> no man we we would just we would just shoot we would just shoot the whole thing at that bible college in lanham and knock it out in like two days two weeks all those crime shows they they always shoot at this this bible college half the buildings are abandoned and they just go in there they clean it up they set it off they set it up like office buildings or police interrogation scenes or police or uh or whatever because you and i shot a scene there chris at that yeah. bible college in lanham right and they are there every week shooting crime shows they just keep shooting there because they're able to ma manipulate it. They get free, they have free rain there. You can go down the road to like a big wooded area and shoot a bunch of stuff in the woods. That's all they do. That's pretty cool. They're probably saving a lot of money doing it that way. There's a lot of productions going on in Frederick, Maryland too. Fredneck. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, we got to start bringing productions to Fredericksburg, Virginia, but Hell yeah. right now it's all in Fredneck. Frederick, Frederick, Maryland. You, got you want to know what's crazy? What's you crazy? Know what's crazy about the show? You mentioned that we own the city. Gabrielle Cartieris, or whatever, Gabrielle from 902 and O, remember back in the day? Yeah. Gabrielle. She's mm -hmm. in this show. And I haven't seen her in anything in forever. Apparently, she was in Raising Kane, a movie called The Event. She was in a video game, Minority Report video game, and like a Marvel video game. Mm -hmm. But she was Gabrielle from 902 and O in the show which is crazy because her career seems her real up. name her real name is gabrielle yeah her name is gabrielle uh cartieris i think it is uh-huh but she played yeah. gabrielle and she played gabrielle i think she, i think her character's name was gabrielle now it's two and oh uh, as well oh yeah. shit yeah dude that's what i'm saying remember her yep you would know her for sure yeah i, I remember her she wore glasses and yeah. She kind was at, and she was, hot, you know? and she was actually president of SAG for oh. uh, for like a good five years. They actually nominated her president of the Screen Actors Guild. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And then wow. you know what's face? What's his face is also in that show. John uh, Bernthal, you know uh, Punisher. 
amongst he, other. He, he's in Lyon, the city. So yeah. my bi- my biggest so here's my biggest beef when it comes to Maryland Productions, Virginia Virginia Productions, DC Productions is that these productions come here, and they bring all these stars from LA and New York. And the only thing that they want from Maryland, Virginia, DC is like extras, background extras, extras. Hey man, it's work. <laughs> sure, but I mean, like, right, dude. Instead of just hiring actors, you mean from the area? Yeah. They would just bring in people it- from Los Angeles and all these other different places. But but even worse, man, even worse, they hire production assistants like house of cards my biggest beef with house of cards was they hire production assistants from new york and put them up in hotels instead of hiring local production assistants oh, that's fucked up. yeah it's probably because they you know they know they know people, them so yeah they know them. so so that's why they they have the money and they they can put them up rather than you know trying to hire these different people and like look at the resume, have an interview with them, have to see their work. They already worked with these people for years. So they just bring them on to the production. It's probably easier for them to do that, you know? It's just, but it leaves out the person that's been working. Like, like for instance, like you, for instance, you know, have done all these projects, have done all these um, different things like editing, directing, um, being a production assistant and so forth, acting, and but they don't know you from Adam, so they rather hire somebody from New York or Los Angeles and fly them out, put them up in a hotel room. So. Makes sense, man. I mean, Baltimore is uh, not exactly known for its uh, PAs, I guess we'll say. I'm sure there's a lot of good people there, though. You know what I mean? But yeah, well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of good people, yeah. Fucking Baltimore, man. Ten years ago, shit. I'm tell you. Well, ten years ago was 2011, and the wire had wrapped. Right. So I mean, Baltimore. I mean, John Waters. See, that was the thing. John Waters hired. John Waters was was from from beginning to end, local talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Divine. Yeah. I think Divine. Yeah. Let's take a look. Let's find this it out. It was probably shot in Baltimore. No, all of John Waters' stuff was shot in Baltimore. Always has been. Yeah. But as far as the right. talent, as far as the crew and the talent that he puts in his movies, like, Marvel? I think, I think, like, so he did um, Hairspray. He did Pink Flamingos. I think it was called Pink Flamingos. He did, yeah. um, he did Divine. And I think Divine is a Baltimore native. The story about him. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You know, like, everybody that he worked with was a Baltimore actor. So, yeah, because I feel like Baltimore really does it gets stigmatized a little bit too much. I think he was probably the only, he was like the local ambassador for Baltimore. Where he was, you know, everything here was Baltimore. Everything tried to touch story-wise. Right, it was a lot of yeah, it was like like a lot of crazy like, characters, yeah. And there's Baltimore, and and, and 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 but I mean, 
you know, you, you got some actors like Sonny Bono was in, um, you got Pink Flingos, you got Hairspray, Female Trouble, Originally Born, so, Divi so Divine, Originally Born, Harris Glenn Milstead, just after the end of World War II, Baltimore's most outrageous resident. I mean, it's, it's Baltimore original. Yeah, he, uh, he also directed, directed uh, Crybaby, yep. Serial Mom, Pecker, and Cecil B. Demented. Cecil B. Yeah. Demented. But every, and, but, and, and then Polyester. And yeah, I but everything he did, but everything he did was produced out of Baltimore. Divine, one of his most outrageous stars, is a Baltimore native. And a lot of the other actors that he had, I mean, he had, he had Johnny Depp in Crybaby. So I guess, you know, he had to have like that star power and get that outside, you know, LA, New York star power in his movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, he did see He did see the Chucky too. And Serial Mom. I forgot about that. John Waters. He was in it. Oh, okay. You're right. Yo, those oh, Chuck, those those Chucky movies though, are fucking hilarious. So he did he did um, he did a movie called Pecker, and uh, Edward Furlong from who who played John Connor in T two, and Christina Ricci they were in that. But I think everybody else around that was Baltimore native. Serial Mom had uh, uh, Kathleen Turner, and who else was in Serial Mom? Um, because I remember Serial Mom. Serial Mom was actually a huge hit. Yeah, I remember it too. Sam Waterston. And, uh, and, and, Ricky, and, and Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake and Matthew Lillard. But, but wasn't Ricky Lake in Hairspray? Like his, his, his version of Hairspray? Yep. Yeah, like she started off as an actress. But I think she's a Maryland native, Ricky Lake is. Yeah, I think Ma she might Matthew, be Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard was in... Um, Serial mom, but let's take a look at Ricky Lake. I mean, Ricky Lake, I think, was a Maryland native. I'm pretty sure, yeah, she grew up there, but then like left. For, like, well, yeah, yeah, she she probably went to like what NYU to study acting, right? But, but I mean, oh my god, she has the same birthday as me. I forgot she's one of the people who's, I have the same birthday as her. Same birthday. Yeah, her birthday's coming up in like a week. No, all right, so she was New York born. Oh, she was, yeah. And then, yeah. But I don't know, man. Whatever, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and John what, Waters. Michael John Waters K been doing a lot of. Uh, John Waters been did some, did some Law and Order stuff, man. Recently, he was like in acting in Law and Order stuff. I don't know if you saw that. No, but I mean, so the Wire. So there's this writer, the writer of the Wire. Wrote, you know, wrote. He he's a he was a uh, he's a journalist for the Sun, the Baltimore Sun, and. Uh, And so he would he wrote a book called The Corner and it was about like the drug trade 
the heroin trade in Baltimore. And then he wrote another book called The Wire that documented the police, you know, setting up wires to catch drug dealers. And this is the same writer. He's a reporter for the Baltimore Sun turned uh, screenwriter. The hell is uh, his name? You talk about uh, David si David Simon. I think so. Yep. And apparently they're bringing the wire back. They're totally shit. Have you seen it? It's. I mean, they should not. Yeah. They should not. They should just leave, leave it alone. They should, they should just leave it alone. Leave it alone. I mean, I mean, they should make a movie. They should make a movie. Oh my god! Like what? Like what? The Walking Dead movies now that they're gonna make, I and, the, and this Tony, and this Tony Soprano, this Tony Soprano prequel movie that they're making. No, they just need to leave it alone. You know. What they do, man, in Hollywood, they make they make a big production out of it. They got to. I mean, like, listen, I mean, you, you got a you, you got a hot topic like. Uh, you have a hot topic like The Sopranos, but then you have a fan base that's so pissed off about how The Sopranos ended. And then, so they were going to close it out with a movie, and then James Gandolfini passes away, unfortunately. God, God rest his soul. So they're like, we'll make a prequel. I was like, okay, make a prequel, but... Yeah, David Simon, you know, so David Simon was... I believe he was a... A reporter for the Baltimore Sun. See, David Simon was born in Washington D.C. He worked. He worked for the Baltimore Sun for like twelve years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he wrote. And then he wrote uh, "Homicide: A Year on the Killing Streets" in '91. <laughs> And then he co-wrote co The Corner, A Year in the Life of an Inner City Neighborhood with Ed Burns. But it doesn't say what he actually did for the Baltimore Sun. Glenn Nelson like disappeared off the face of the earth. He sure did. What the Post hell? The show. Just wanted to go take a piss. He's the one operating this thing. <laughs> Good old Nelson, writer, producer, director. He's fucking out. Well, and the show must go on. Bringing the show to a complete halt. <laughs> Nelson is <laughs> Nelson is goddamn self. <laughs> But, but we're still recording now. Oh yeah, we are. Here's to the uh, the vets. Oh, there he is. There he is. Welcome back. Welcome I back. Just, back. I, 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 just, I just said I'll be right back. You never say you'll be right back. I'll be right back. Speaking of Matthew Lillard from uh, Serial Mom, I'll be right back from Scream. Yeah. No. See, you caught it, man. Yep. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Dude, I just saw that movie recently, man. What, the first original Scream? Yeah, the first original one. It's a classic. That's a classic. I was just watching a retrospective on uh, 
on West Craven and he passed. All right. So do you remember the 1980s version of the blob with uh, Kevin Dillon? Yeah. Like the remake. So it's a remake mm -hmm. of a 1960s movie, the blob, which was, which was Steve McQueen's first movie. I think was the 1960s, the blob. And then they made a remake of it. And I was watching a retrospective on it. And it's so good how like they use practical effects they used uh, like like they would take mannequins and put like a face mold of the actors and then put it in a furnace, melt it, and then put it inside like that, like the bag for the blob and how they just pulled off like the practical special effects, not CGI, but like back in the 80s, you got the thing, you got the blob, you got, have you ever seen, actually, I think at my bachelor party, we were watching a movie called The Stuff. You ever seen that movie, The Stuff, about, so it's like this marshmallow cream puff stuff that they're <laughs> selling, but that, that, they're, that they're selling in markets and people were eating it and it was turning them into zombies. It's such a good, shitty movie. It's one of those yeah. 80s, it's one of those 80s sci-fi horror B movies that you know was, fucking that was such that a hit. Movie? what the blob kevin dylan i just said kevin i just said that <laughs> did you he just he's in that shit johnny anyway. drama Woo! johnny he's... drama man johnny drama oh you know you you know what you know what movie kevin dylan was in the blob, the blob. <laughs> wow <laughs> what what kevin dylan's that shit hey you know what movie kevin dylan was in Dude. viking viking quest Bro. <laughs> Viking Quest. Viking Quest. Kevin Dillon was not in Viking Quest. He was Johnny totally Drama. Johnny Drama was in Viking Quest. Dude, I missed his montage. That was the I missed his montage, man. Did you see the movie? Did you see the yeah, movie? I, think I, I had to, bro. I mean, come on. They ended okay. the whole on they dude, they ended the whole yeah. entourage franchise perfectly. Mm-hmm. Johnny Drama got a Golden Globe. He got he got his respect finally. Got on stage, victory! And his boys, Vinny and Eric and Turtle, victory! Cut to credits. Boom! Franchise ended. They had a little fucking. They had a little. Uh, they had a little teaser at the uh, like mid credits, you know, mid credit scene with a uh, Ari. They might do a Ari movie. They might do a Ari series. Yeah. But dude, they ended. The whole fucking Entourage franchise, like beautifully, fucking beautifully. He won a Golden Globe for uh, Chapo or whatever that, whatever the movie uh, that Vinny was like fighting to get dis distri dis distributed. Distributed. Too yeah. many, too many pale ales today. <laughs> Is that how it is? That, okay. dude, that's how that's how it is always with a round table, man. You know, I'm never fucking sober when it comes to these round tables. What are you drinking? I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not sponsored by anybody, but I'm little, little brown ale. Yeah. Little oh. brown brown ale. Yeah. All day, all day. IPA. All day, baby. Founders all day. What do you what do you have? Jerko, we're not sponsored, but we'll, we'll we'll advertise anyway. Since got some uh, Boulder, Colorado Avery Show Brewing, American, American. Show it, American Brown. Okay. What's in the mug? So show us the mug first. 
Show us that yes, big. Show us so. that big. Show us that big Renaissance mug. Show us that big brown gold, beautiful. So what's oh, that logo? What is that? What is the logo? That's a fire. Is that fire? It's fire department. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's in there? If, you, if you'd be honest, it's just water. It's just Gatorade. That's fucking. He's, oh, he's putting. He's putting. He's dragon semen. He's putting Miller Light in there, man. <laughs> Classy guy, man. Dumps it into the fire department, just pouring it out for the for the FDTP. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, man, is uh, for all the guys that that died at nine eleven, man. Oh yeah. 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 So salut. So this one to all the families, all the kids that were like one years old that are now adults that growing up without. Parents and dads and moms. Dude, have you watched that? Have, have you watched that documentary, man? That 9-11 documentary on Hulu? Oh, I heard oh, about it. It looks so depressing, man. Is it good? It's amazing. We watched it all day. Yeah, it's probably it's depressing. It was, but it was phenomenal, man. We watched it all day at work at not, during 9-11. Yeah. You know, it was just, I don't know, man. It's, it, was, it was hard to watch, you know, especially in my profession. Yeah, like, those guys just, you know, went up there, man. They didn't come back down. It was just, it was heartbreaking. But I mean, that's what we do, man. You know. And they went up 110 flights of steps. You know, that's the, that's the, the all the way up. Probably was the, the most difficult part of it. I mean, it's just because you gotta you gotta carry extra bottles up there, and you're talking about you know with a couple extra bottles, all your full gear on, like just your full gear alone is 65 pounds. Then you have an air pack, then you're carrying extra bottles. Then if you have a hose rack on you, like you're talking about probably easily a hundred pounds worth of gear going up there. So going up 110 flights of steps. I mean, unless you're seriously like training, training for that on a regular basis, right? And getting used to that, but I mean, they probably ran that building not that many times, maybe an AFA, automatic fire alarm, you know, but with the elevators working and everything, but the elevators were shut down just to go up that, go up that high. And then, you know, all that was like jet fuel. And I don't know, man, it was, it was hard to watch. There was 343 firemen that died in the line of duty that day. So it was, it was, it was tough to watch the, the documentary on Hulu, but they did, did an outstanding job. Like the chief and the chief in command was like totally calm. You know, in one fire department, they were on a, or one company, they're on a gas leak when it happened. You can, you can, you can see them on a gas leak like right in their first do and they saw the plane coming in they're like you know they heard the noise and they turned around you know like and then boom it hit it was just like just just imagine that happening and they were stuck on a gas leak yeah they go on another emergency trying to figure out where this where this gas leak was coming from and then you see that happen like right behind you it's crazy. Twenty years ago, twenty years ago, 
So that's so living since you live up to New York, man. Have you have you been been to the memorial, the 9-11 um, memorial? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's you know it's the big blue. It's it's pretty amazing to see it. Like it is it is worth going if you haven't. Obviously, if anybody hasn't gone, you should. I mean go. that would have been that would have been awesome to go on 9-11. Yeah, the 20-year anniversary, man, since you're, you know, you're only eight minutes away from Manhattan, bro. Yeah, and you know, it's, you know, it's crazy now, 20 years, is like, basically when it goes from, like, memory to history, so, like, everybody that, like, grew up, it's like you and I, and everybody else is of age, but, like, everybody else that didn't, it's like a history, it's like a weird event that happened in history, and, like, we were, like, fucking alive, and, like, witnessed it, experienced it. Like that, we were in college. We were in Towson back then when that should happen. Yeah. We were down there in the dorms. Yeah, and like um, we were, we were yeah. going out partying. And I think you know, like one weekend we were partying, another weekend we had classes. It hit, and the other, and then the next weekend, dude, yeah. dude, do you remember we would go to Hammer Trash? I mean, I'm sorry, Hammer Jacks. <laughs> every time, every time, like they turn the lights on. And we're leaving hammer trash. I'm sorry, hammer mm -hmm. jacks. And we're trying to flood out. We're trying, we're, we're, it's like, it's just like cattle trying to like flood out of hammer trash, <clears throat> hammer jacks. Sorry. And every, and everybody was just keep like every night at hammer jacks, people were like, USA, USA. And it was for like the whole year. Every fucking night we went there. Remember trying to like get out of there? Someone yeah. would go, USA, USA. USA and it's like oh my god dude. I mean with everybody Drunken jacked assholes. up and drunk and like, man and that shit at like 1am dude I mean I get it but yeah it was I mean Tamara's all of me. a sudden because dude remember there was such a difference between 1996 and and early 2000 no mm -hmm. 1996 and 2000 right things were still analog things were still you know, Napster was kind of blowing up and computers were kind of becoming the thing and internet with AI. Uh, remember AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, AIM? Dude. Things were kind of, and things were kind of blow. Yeah. Things were kind of steadily advancing. Yeah. And then between fucking 2001 and 2005, it was google and youtube and break.com and e-bombs and torrents and ethernet and dvds and like and limewire remember limewire yep yep limewire kazaa peer-to-peer sharing and cell phone Nap like napster like good old good old napster napster i had a pager i had a pager for a good five years and then it went from a Nokia cell phone to a better Nokia cell phone to the iPhone to the i to the iPod to the iPhone to the to the fucking iPad to the I mean, like it was such a drastic rush of progression and evolution, and attitudes change. Oh, and which reminds me, like everything was so liberal, right? everything was so like uh, i, I want to say like 96 96 to 2000 everything was like music everything was pop everything was very artsy very liberal and then 9 11 happened and from 
2001 to like 07 it was like call of duty it was born identity it was uh it was tactical gear it was you know there's such a drastic change yeah you uh mma and uh stuff like that and it was just a really good point man yeah like we definitely went more into like you know, just that that different mindset, like totally, it's such a such a, it's a good good call. I mean, it's it was such a unique it was such a unique transition how people changed, and I remember I remember nine eleven happened. I had to go into work the next day at Blockbuster. No, I had to go in. I had to go into work that day, to Blockbuster. I was working at Blockbuster Video. Towson, the Towson Blockbuster Video. And all these fucking douchebag college prep boy, frat boy, fuck boys were coming in like, hey, do you have the siege? Do you have the siege with, with Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis? That's what's happening right now. Do you have the siege? I want to rent the siege. I'm like, that's not what ha- that's not that's not what's happening right now, dude. That's not. Like, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Cause because my uncle serves. I'm like, dude, your uncle serves. You don't. Shut the fuck up. Your uncle <laughs> serves. I it was just chock full of these guys. My cousin, my cousin's over there right now. Your cousin's over where? Oh, he's doing this, that, and the other thing. That's your cousin. That's not you. What are you fucking doing? Getting drunk, going out to fucking the crease or the rec room. <laughs> You remember the wreck or the crease going out? Dude, to all, all of it. Just going, it's like part of my vocabulary. I barely remember the place itself, but I just remember the words and like the feelings of like being. Dude, what was that year that we did a when we did like a little mini reunion of um, of Towson University and went to like all those different bars and clubs and you got and you, and you got completely hammered. I got fucking obliterated, dude. Dude, I think you might have had alcohol poisoning that day. That's possible. You were like borderline. You were done. You were. I was. I was donezo for the next fourteen hours because you had to drive back from Towson, and I crawled up into the fucking attic at uh, Alan's Alan's house. Crawled back up into the attic into the bed, and I think <laughs> I slept a whole another twenty four hours. Yeah, you probably, did have, you probably did have alcohol poisoning. I mean, were... what is an alcohol poisoning? If you're feeling drunk, that is alcohol poisoning your system. Well, yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot different. It's 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 definitely another level, dude. It's like it's it's like when you're severely severely hungover, you probably have. Listen, couple. Irish people don't deal with this shit, man. Okay, Irish people. There's, do. No, there's no Irish people did. Yeah. Irish people do, and Irish people did that night. That night in Towson, <laughs> I was puking my fucking guts out in the parking lot of uh, which never happens. The like, Towson diner. Never- You've never gotten that drunk ever in my life. Five times, five times, five no, times. No, I've seen them, and I've probably seen them the, the whole entire five times. Right. You, yeah. I know, I know, I know, Chris, I know Chris have seen, has seen me twice, I've at seen, least twice, I've maybe seen three. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. Don't sell me right. out, bro. You remember that one time in high school you got hammered at that, at that one girl's house in, in uh, 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 Mount Rainier? And I just, I just threw your skinny ass over my shoulder, carried the, you out to the car. And with, I the, with, with the girl that had the one arm. 
Remember? <laughs> Bro. Why do you got to go there, man? Why did you have to? <laughs> oh, man. It's so raw here. Yes. Zombie Zombie yes. It is true. It is Definitely. true. It is true that there was a young lady there that only had one arm. Now, that being said, Chris got fucking obliterated. And everyone's like, get your boy. And I just took Chris. I was like, Doop. you know, you know, like you kind of like take a towel over, like a take throw a little towel over your shoulder and go to the beach. I was like, come on, Chris. Doop. Doop. Threw his little, threw his little skinny ass over my shoulder. I was like, do 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 do. We're gonna go home. His little skinny ass back then, right? Yeah. I threw, I threw, I threw him in the trunk. I threw him in the trunk of my uh, Ford Escort station wagon. You mean your fucking Bronco? You fucking OJ serial killer fuck. No, he. I haven't. I didn't have that in the. You had a, you had a, you had a minivan. I remember that. I didn't have the minivan that night. I had the Ford Escort station wagon. You remember the station wagon? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So I, I threw him in the, I threw him in the, I threw him in the, uh, you know, like the hatchback, the station wagon. And <laughs> drove, That's I had to drive, I had to drive all, I had to drive all the back roads because I had been drinking too. I wasn't hammered like him, but I had been drinking too. I had to drive all the back roads from College Park to Bowie. This took us an hour and a half. It never, all you got to do is jump on 450 to 50. But no, because I'm a little drunk. The other, who do we have? We had the other Chris. Remember the, the other Chris? Chris Trainer. Yeah, Chris Trainer. We Chris had Chris Trainer or Chris Trainum. So it's it was one Something of those like two that. names. But uh, I wasn't going to say his last name, but you said it. So thank you for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> God. So he's in the back. He's in. He's in the passenger seat, yelling at you. And I, I forget. There was a couple other people in the car. I, I think we went to. I think we went to Chris's house, that Chris's house. And I think you so like you just passed out. We just dragged you in there. We all hit out at the other Chris. Dude, house. he used to have some some killer parties, man, at his house. He only had he, he only had killer parties because I had the beer hookup. He only had killer parties because I had the beer hookup. Because I had my dad's dependent. I, my dad was in the Air Force at the time. And, and I had, and I had his, I had a dependent ID because I'm. And you already look like you were forty, bro. And I, already, and I already looked like I was forty in high school, and I would show. We went to Cox, we went to Cox Beer and Liquors, right? And I would show them the dependent ID. They thought it was a military ID, and they were like, "Oh, USA, USA!" And I would. And then, Glenn, then Glenn would just lift up his chest. He lift up his shirt. It was, it was oh, hair. Chest it, was, hair. it was just. Oh. Hair. It was <laughs> just. It was, dude, I was. Bro, I'd be like a full fucking set of chest hair. Like, give like, here, just fucking have it. In high he school, had three full sets of chest hair, man. Not one. I had three full sets of chest hairs. <laughs> he had this shit fucking coming out of his shirt. Yeah, a little neck scarf. A, a little hamburger coming out of that joint. <laughs> His parties were only rocking because I had the beer hookup. Nobody else could get beer except for me. There might have been a couple other guys. They could get weed. That was about it. Who couldn't? All the females were getting weed because you know why. I'm not going to say why, but you know. 
we all know why females get weed real easily. But I did it all for the nookie. Yeah, there you go. That song? Yeah. That explains why all the all the females I mean, d- dude, the only reason why drug dealers sell weed is to get laid. And they were oh, they're always they're always going to throw, you know, like a 10 spot or a 20 spot to like their girl. That's my girl, man. I'm just throw a little extra, you know what I'm saying? On the back True. end, on the back end, if you know what I mean, you know, the back end. Ba-dum-sh. Yeah. Ba-dum-sh. Yeah, man. So Ed, Ed Asner passed away. Who? Ed Asner. Dude, this guy's been acting since like silent films. Silent films? What the fuck? Oh, wait a minute. I heard the guy from Police Academy died the other day. Yeah, I think it was Ed Asner. Who's Ed Asner? Huh? The guy from Police Academy? Yeah, like the famous police chief in Police Academy. Yeah, Ed Asner, he actually uh, played this played Santa Claus in a movie, The Elf. Yeah, he was Santa Claus, an elf. Yep. yep. Christopher Christopher Plummer, Christopher Plummer passed away. Clarence Williams the third. Christopher Plummer, I think, passed away quite some time ago, actually. He actually, yeah, Christopher Plummer actually passed away in the, in the beginning of uh, 2021. Yeah. Let's see what the cause of death was on, on Ed Asner. Like 2020 and 2021 have, have not been, you know. Yeah. Hold on, dude. I can't tell you how many people I've heard tell me like their dad passed away like casually or like their mom passed away because of COVID. Like, if you talk to enough people, man, it feels like one out of fucking 25 people has a parent, a friend, a cousin, a grandparent. It's fucking wild how many people just are not alive as of like the last two years, man, anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, well, I think, I think it just stands out because of the, because of the last crazy year and a half that we've had i think it just stands right. out you know people yeah. are just like the worst year ever the worst year ever <laughs> it was not the worst year ever no <laughs> you don't think so i don't think it was the worst year ever no dude ed asner has like seven things in post-production right now post-production. yeah yeah no fucking hard working dude like the guy worked like the guy did a lot of stuff i think a lot of it was tv most recently but yeah the guy did the guy did did quite a bit of stuff yeah i mean you know he i but dude he's been doing that shit for fucking decades bro oh he was he was a cobra kai too i know that Mm mm-hmm yep cobra kai cobra kai never die have you been watching cobra kai anybody been watching cobra kai not seen it yet. It's nope. pretty. It's 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 pretty good. I mean, it's it's definitely like fan service, like retro, 
retro fan yeah. service as far as like the the first two Karate Kids go? I mean, I've, I've, I've been enjoying it. I haven't fin- finished it yet, but I, I like it. I think I stopped halfway through the, the last season that came out, but... I mean, I was a huge karate, karate Kid fan in the first place. Yeah. You know, I've watched all of them. So. You seem like it. You seem like a big Karate Kid fan. That's fucked up, man. What the fuck does that mean? What does that even, what does that even mean? But, yeah. have, or let me ask you this. Okay, so you guys are big Karate Kid fans, right? Have you seen The Best of the Best? with Eric Brown? Absolutely, 100%. You know I've seen that movie. It's one, of my, it's one of my favorite martial art films. Like, how about you, Durko? No, it's on Netflix. That. It's on Netflix. It needs to be your next watch. What's it called? The best, best of, of the best. Eric Roberts, Chris Penn, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Kat, Kathy Kathy Sutherland. Kathy Sutherland. Kathy Sutherland. Kath, Sally Kirkland. Sally Kirkland. Uh, Kathy Sutherland. Sally Kirkland. Yes, Sally Kirk. It was it was Eric Roberts before he did drugs. <laughs> dude, he was a pothead before Best of the Best. Oh, dude, Best of the Best is a 1989 film about Taekwondo. This is totally like, yeah, I see why you guys love that shit. This movie, this movie is one of those cult fucking. It, it's like yeah. on, it's it's on this it's on the same level of like Rocky and I've probably Karate seen Kid and and stuff like that. But dude, it, it, it's like one of those B movies that broke the cult classic mold. You know what I'm saying? They did. They, they actually made a couple, of, a few of those movies. Oh, the best sequels of, are terrible. Yeah, best of the best two and Look, best why, of the best three. Why would you ever bring those up? Why did and you even bother? They did one that was like had to do with like cage fighting. At one point, I'm like, yeah, man, it got, it got a little best three, no turning back, man. No, it turning got a little back. too, it got to like a little too far fetched for my best. The best without warning, it just got knock it till you try it, Nelson. Damn, <sighs> which that's what they did with these. I hate, Marshall, I, hate, I hate talking to you guys. I hate talking to you guys about sequels because that's oh my god, it just got worse and worse and worse. And so, that's what they did with Bloodsport, the same yes. thing. And that took a nosedive, man. And, and, then, and so this, so Bloodsport 2, all of a sudden, the actor that's playing Jean-Claude Van Damme's character doesn't have a fucking accent anymore? He's got an American accent? Oh, is that where I got my inspiration for uh, Sinister Con? Just lost his accent, just like that? Just off the, dude, that was your fucking idea, not mine. In reverse, I don't know how you, I don't know how you lost it midway, or just came out with an accent. He didn't. Hey, he, man. he didn't lose it midway. He gained it somehow <laughs> midway. Yeah, when when you're a shield agent, you do what you got to do to to <laughs> stick in the crowds, man. Sometimes you just gotta. Halfway through production, they were like, "No, dude, you're you're retired. Yep. You're a retired shield agent, and uh, you can um just be yourself." And then out comes the Louisiana accent, the Tennessee accent. Southern boy, man. You can't take the Southern boy out of Georgia, man. That's right. Like, dude, seriously, during production, he's he he did he actually did like seven sentences as himself. And then like the next line, he's like, <laughs> and I was and that and 
So why didn't you just stop it and have him retake, <laughs> retake it? I saw. I started watching him. I'm like, did he just? But like, or did you, or did you didn't realize it until you were in post? Well, oh, that was. I didn't realize it until post because no, I didn't realize it until the no, next. I didn't realize it until the next script because that was our. You know how back then that was that was two years ago. We we used to do the production weekends where we'd all we'd all camp out and do a whole bunch of productions drunk and eat food and do productions and drink all day. And so I was probably half drunk shooting him. And then <laughs> as we started the next script, he's got an accent and he's looking at, and that's when I questioned him. He's like, I did it on the last script. And so when I went back to the footage, he didn't change, he didn't change his accent for the last script. He changed his accent halfway through the last script. So <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Because we were all drunk that entire weekend. Good time, man. Shooting seasons two of both Sinister Infinite and Rogue's Gallery. It's a fucking good time. It was good before, before quarantine hit. Before fucking Wuhan unleashed. Before Afghanistan fell apart and we pulled out too early. Well... No one ever, no one ever complained to me about pulling out too early. But um, but um, but um, but um, whatever. Dang, dang. Clarence Williams the third died. You know who that is? No. I bet you don't. I bet you even don't know who that is, Chris. Clarence Williams the third. Have you guys Claire. ever Clarence Clarence Williams the third? So he was in the original Mod Squad the show, the old school show. Oh, oh, no! I, I was thinking about the Mod Squad, the movie. Not, not with Omar. Who was that? Omar Epps, Claire Danes, Giovanni Ribisi was the movie. Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw that recently. Actually, the Mod Squad. Oh, oh my god. So Clarence Williams III, I think, was in the original TV show of the Mod Squad. But um you ever seen Oh yes, yes. I know this actor. He was in um he was in Half Baked actually. Yep. What? Yep. Yeah. Remember, he kept saying, "Yes, Cuban B." <laughs> he was he, oh, he was yeah. the drug he, he was the drug boss. He was the big. Yeah, he's great. And then he kept saying, "Abracadabra." <laughs> he's like, "Why do you keep saying abracadabra?" He was in uh, he was in Saw My Penny on the Running Con too, wasn't he in that movie? He was not in. No, Pusang. no, he was not he's in. Not in okay. Half he baked, was in. Though. He was in. Um, he definitely wasn't half baked for sure. He was in half baked. Yeah. He was the drug. Cart, he, he was the drug drug boss. He, he was. was in, he was in tales from the hood. the dark side. Yeah. Tales from the hood. Thank you. Tales from the hood. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say tales from the dark side. Tales yeah. from the tales from the hood. He was in. Yep. And so he was I mean, in life. He was in life with Eddie Martin. Uh, Eddie and uh and Martin. Holy fuck! He was the. Uh, he was the. Uh, the bootlegger, the moon, the moonshine bootlegger. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, he was in Life. Life, dude. Have you ever seen Life? Have you guys seen Life? Yeah, I've seen Life. Yeah, Martin, so Lawrence, Martin Lawrence to this day, to this day, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy's greatest accomplishment, greatest sure. cinematic accomplishment. Both of them. It was, it was a complete. Both of them together. Yeah. Both of them individually. Life is their greatest cinematic accomplishment. That movie is so good. What a fucking beautiful ending. Like the most beautiful ending you could have. Life mm. is like a life is life is up there with swingers, like as far as like a dude's a dude's flick. Okay, okay. I got one for you. So what movie is better? Life or Friday? People have always had this comparison of what movie was mm. better. Life or Friday. That's a comparison. That's a comparison. People have been comparing that's, that's it. That's a weird comparison, but that's a yeah, thing. It is a thing. Life. Life is way so better. Different. Life is way better. Yeah. I mean, one's Life, like a no, one's like not, a, not, a not, not only not only is one not only is one better, they're completely different, and yet still life is better. I agree hundred percent. There, there really shouldn't be a comparison but people have been and these are like internet comparisons they've been on social media people have been comparing pairing these two movies for years of which movie was better and I was like the life was way better 200% yeah. agree hey you want to bump no I don't want to bump you know how they bring those drugs in up they ass yes <laughs> Keep keep doing your drugs, ass sniffle. <laughs> like, oh my god! And 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 they finally got out, and and they were at the ball game, and they couldn't even stand up for that ball game. But like that whole montage when when their fellow inmates were like dying off and fading away, and it was just fucking heartbreaking just life it's about life even though it's about serving life in that fucking shitty little southern it was really about fucking life. plantain plantation plantation prison i mean the movie is about life and like shit man every time it comes on i have to watch it yeah oh yeah that's one of those movies that comes on tnt no matter where it's at you just watch it. And there's only a few of those kind of movies. I think uh, Shawshank's another one. Shawshank Redemption is a great, great prison movie. Um, one of my, one of my all-time favorite prison movies, old-ass movie too, is um, Escape from Alcatraz with Clint Eastwood. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that from beginning to end. Don't forget about Con Air. Well, the cat, the castle was another good movie, another good prison movie. Oh, what was the one with the uh, was uh, escape, escape from Alcatraz with uh, the Rock? Sean the Rock. That the was Rock. Good. Now, the Rock was good. That's what I thought you meant when you said Con Air, but yeah, the Rock. The Rock is good. Con Air, still great, just different. Not like life changing good, but yeah. You think I mean, rock, do, you, do you think Conair's do you think Conair's a good movie? I, 
personally think it's a good action film, but it's not as riveting. It's not a good. It's not a good. It's not a good prison movie. Do you remember? Do you, Do you remember? Aren't that? they like at cons? They're like con- yeah, they're escaping. That's the only like relevancy to prison is they're escaping from a prison on a plane, right, or something. I don't even remember. I mean, a modern day a modern day prison movie that I really enjoyed was you know The Longest Yard, even though. Like I like the original and I like the remake. I like both of them. The British version. The British version. What's it called? Oh, fucking guy. What was it called? No, it was called a. Oh shit. Uh. Give me one word of it. Give me one word. Mean. Mean machine, dude. I fucking. That's the mean name of my mean machine. Account, by the way. Mean that's machine. The, mean machine is the best version of that uh, story. So mean good. Machine was so fucking good. The football version doesn't compare to the football version. If you know what I'm saying. The football. 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 That's how you parents talk. The Euro football. fags. They, they say football. They don't say football. 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 <laughs> dude, mean, mean Machine was so fucking good, dude. Yeah. That, so that like, guy, that guy that plays bullet to Tony was actually a soccer player. That's what's yeah. so ill about it. He was yeah. actually that good at soccer. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So nice. And so he, they, Chris, yeah. It's, that movie. You haven't seen it? It's, the, Brit- it's, it's the British, it's the British soccer version of The Longest Yard. Jason Statham is so fucking hilarious in this movie. It's great. Yeah. Fucking dude, the scene. All right. So, spo- so spoiler alert for Mean Machine. This is the best fucking scene in the whole movie. Jason Statham is the goddamn goalie. What year did that come out? 2003, four, or five. Okay. So, you've got to see Was Vinnie Jones in that movie? Yes, yes. Bulltooth Tony. Yeah, Vinnie Jones. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's an actual soccer player in real life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, and he was yeah. in. We uh, just Nash. said, we just said Vinnie Jones was a soccer player. We just said this. See, that's same, we're the same. We both did the same <laughs> shit in the same episode. You see that? I know. I thought Zombie Squad does shit. Victory! But dude, dude he, I saw some of his footage, man. No bullshit. Like, of, of him playing soccer. Like, for real. He was ruthless, man. Yeah. Like, like he was pretty much like an enforcer is to hockey. Hey, I Avi. think his character was hey, taken from my Pull your socks up. Yeah. <laughs> that was the that was the best scene. That was the best yeah. scene in Snatch. Hey Avi, yeah. yeah, pull your socks up, dude. He was great in. Um, he was great in Euro Trip too, man. He was pretty. Yeah, he was good in that. But dude, the best scene, the best, the best fucking scene in Mean Machine is Jason Statham is the fucking goalie for the for the for the prisoners. Mm-hmm. So someone kicks the someone kicked the ball, tried to kick the ball in, into his goal. He blocks it, and then he's just going to start kicking the ball. And he wants to score a goal. He's the goalie. He starts he, running up the field. He starts yeah. running up the field, and yeah. so like the announcer, you hear the announcer. He goes, "Oh, there he goes again on a walkabout." <laughs> <laughs> it was like the. And here he is. He's the goalie. He's the goalie. He's the goalie. And he's trying to be like fucking Vinnie Jones with his fucking slick fucking footwork. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just, he's on a walkabout again. 
Didn't he score because, one though? Didn't he score one though? I think he, yeah. He, or he, he or, or, but I think he, or he passed it off to somebody that scored. And, but he's like, I want to fucking hit a goal too. And like, you can't, you're the goalie. That, that's not how right. it works. Right. Dude, the fun, that was one of the funniest scenes. In the it, I mean, Mean Machine, I, in my personal opinion, Mean Machine's the best, the best remake of that story. And, I, and I've never seen the Burt Reynolds version. Who the fuck was in the Burt Reynolds version? It was Burt Reynolds as Adam Sandler's character. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam Sandler, well, Adam Sandler was was Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds' character. Right. Vinny <laughs> Jones, Vinny Jones, and Adam Sandler they played Burt Reynolds' character. I guess I guess Jason Statham was playing. Was it a was it was it Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed that was in the Burt Reynolds? It was either. No, he wasn't in that movie. It was either Carl Weathers or it was. Um... Oh my god, dude! It was yeah. Burt Reynolds. It was uh, Eddie Albert, James Hampton, uh, Ed Ladder or Ed Lauder, uh, Michael Conrad was in a movie. And he also was in the in the remake as well. It was Richard Keel. Remember he Richard I Keel was I don't recognize any of those fucking names, dude. Richard Keel was that really he's like he's like a considered a giant. He was in um Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore, where he was his boss and he got shot in the head with a nail gun. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that big motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, because he was in the movie. Because I think I broke his fucking neck. <laughs> he was like, he did break his fucking neck. Oh, and Richard Richard Keel is Jaws from the James Bond movies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He died. He died uh, years ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he's dead now. He passed away quite recently. Dang. Last couple of years, but recently. So I think I, it must be Harry Caesar that I'm thinking of because Harry Caesar is known for uh... Harry Caesar played Granville. It, it must be him. And then Nelly played his character in the movie The Longest Yard. The remake. Well, I, then I don't know what I'm thinking of because oh. I'm thinking of the wrong fucking movie. Was Burt Reynolds a fucking football player in real life? I want to say that he was. Because he he was... I think so, yeah. He was enormous back in the day. He was he was fucking jacked. Uh, he was a big fucking guy. So yeah, he played he played oh, for I'm Florida th- he, he played for Florida State. I'm I'm thinking of the movie White Lightning. Yep, Florida State. That's right. Am I thinking of the movie White Lightning? No, I'm not. That's yeah, not. Burt Reynolds also died like three years ago. Burt Reynolds passed away um, some time ago, yeah. But, all right, so we got the longest This time show. in 2018. A year, yeah. God, he had a hell of a career, man. Burt yeah, Reynolds. I think I'm a shark. See, he did another football movie. And I can't remember what the fuck it was. It was either shark. It wasn't shark. 
Nope. So was it White Lightning? So I think White Lightning is another fast car movie. See, dude, if you look at his movies, his movies is crazy, right? So he does a movie called White Lightning. An ex-con teams up with federal agents to help them break in the moonshine ring, but he's in a fast car with a hot chick in the passenger seat, right? And his name is Bobby Gator McCluskey. Then he does a movie called Gator. Oh, well, no shit, because it's a sequel to fucking... Never mind. It's a sequel to White Lightning. All right. Well, I'm an idiot. Well, damn. So there was a, there was another football movie he did. It was. It was called Semi Tough. Semi Tough. I want, dude. Did Burt Reynolds play football? Come on, let's take a look. Yeah, he did. He played for yeah, Florida, Florida, State. Florida State as a halfback. There you go, Florida State. Yeah, I threw it. No, this is not the movie I'm thinking of. This is still not the movie. I'm yeah, he got a football scholarship to Florida State. Because the... Carl, what? yes, that's that's the movie I was thinking of. Carl Weathers is in Semi Tough. Apollo Creed is in Semi Tough. I knew, I knew, I knew, I I knew, I knew he did a fucking football movie with Apollo Creed. Carl Weathers is in, is in Semi Tough as a uh, Dreamer Tatum. But whatever, man. I mean, it is. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that. You know, it's called method acting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was right. a football. He was a football player in real life. He'll play a football player on the on the big screen. So we're just gonna sit here and just look up IMDb. Who's clicking these keyboard? Keys so loud. Pretty sure that's you, Nelson. You're fucking up. I'm not doing anything. You're fucking up. That's not me. It's Chris. Or it's you. Sneaking I don't have up. a keyboard, so. Oh, that's right. I got my iPad. I got He's got his iPad. iPad. I got two. Oh, yeah. I-, I got three iPhones and two iPads. So all I do is touch. All right. Hey, let's have fun with this, man. So time, time to have fun. So Chris, you, you never you never sent me any any notes today. Yeah, I'm gonna just go on, on, on the improv. Yeah, get off on the improv. All right. So since you since you don't want to send me any notes, where did he go? He's just gonna disappear, huh? You taking a poop, or you're you're getting a refill on your drink? Oh yeah, option number two. Oh okay. All right. So this is. Oh, We'll have fun for like the little last bit of this because it's getting late, you know. I'm old. I got a bedtime. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, sure you do. You got bedtime too. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You gotta be editing until five in the fucking morning. Don't lie, just because you got responsibilities in the country, bro. I'm a grown ass man, dog. <laughs> don't lie. Bro. All right. So let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Location. 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 All right, so you know, um, I don't know what the fuck that is. 
Now, if Chris has a bedtime, I kind of understand. Calif- you know what I'm saying? What is this? Uh, 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 uh. California Vineyard. So we have a California, Californian, a Californian vineyard. It seems like uh, this is going in the direction of that movie Sideways. Oh yeah, <laughs> that movie. That movie definitely went sideways, but that shit was legit. Sideways was good. Well, yeah. I mean, so we we have we have Californian Vineyard. Okay, oh, I gotta I gotta find my highlighter. So make sure I mark these off. We got a we got a vineyard, you know, outside outside San Limits, California. Like, where are where are all the vineyards in California? Is that Northern California? No, it's in Napa. Uh, it's in Napa Valley. Napa Valley. Napa Valley. Napa. All right. So the Napa, Napa Valley. Yeah, Napa. Is it is it Napa? Is it Napa? Napa? Is it Napa? Napa. Napa Valley. I don't know why you're talking into that mic because your audio has not been coming into that mic. Napa. No, I'm talking to Techfall. That's mic. Napa. Mic. All right, get away from the mic and talk. Get test, away from that. <laughs> and then get close. And then now get now get rid. Test. Same exact audio. That mic is not <laughs> fucking working. No, it's, it is. It's coming in. Oh, okay. All right. Much I'll better now. I'll listen. Much better I, now. I'll, I'll trust him. I'll trust him. <laughs> now the object. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Now the object is a a magical apron and hammer. A magical apron and hammer, like you know, at the nap of all right. So, a magical apron and hammer, apron. I'm hearing humming now. Now, I'm hearing humming. Sounds like a like someone's breathing. Guess <laughs> you hiding like a like you hiding like a person under your desk, bro. <laughs> what the hell's going on over there? All right, so we got, what do we have? We got location. We got to go, locations is like a vineyard at the Napa Valley. There's a magical apron. There's a magical hammer. And then. So Napa Valley, a magical apron and a magical hammer. Yeah. Yeah, and then and and so and then and then we have two characters similar to like uh, we have two characters similar to like Harold and Kumar, you know, like yeah. kind of like everybody wants to play on the mix of like ethnicities, right? Like they're college friends, <clears throat> they're college friends, but. You know, it's similar to Harold and Kumar, like you know, <laughs> one's white, one's black, one's one's right. a- one's Asians, one's one's Middle Eastern, one's um, you know, Hispanic, one's foreign exchange student. 
There one's, you go. One's, that's that's one, where I was going to. How about that? How about how about one's like Hispanic? How about one is from Hispanic, oh, from like Southern Cali? Like, yeah, like. And like, then like one's the like a from, British, uh, and one's a British exchange student. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking like you know how like um, Nacho Libre had that that his his the second character Nacho Libre has that like crazy, like something like quirky character like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. A British exchange, like a little loose around the edges, and like a British exchange is a little bit stiff up the lip, a little bit cleaner, mm-hmm. uh, cut, sort of conservative, more. So there's this magic. There's this, ma- and then and then the conflict, and then the conflict is. A person was sent to, an, maybe a, maybe a third person or these two, were sent, to a location in Napa Valley to pick up a package from somebody but they they don't remember who it's almost like dude where's my car but they're supposed to pick up this package they're trying to track down this package they lost the information on what what to pick up like their couriers maybe as a part-time job like they're recent college grads and they're couriers they work for a courier company yeah and, and they lost all the information on the courier Right. It was, you know, it's supposed to be, you ever, oh, you know what? It, it's like, you ever seen the movie Run? This is another cult fucking classic. A cult fucking classic movie. Run with Patrick Dempsey. You can actually watch it for free on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, McDreamy. Blue Eyes McDreamy from, uh, what the fuck is that? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Patrick Dempsey. Lover yeah. Boy, Lover Boy, yes. and uh, he was in Lover Boy. Well, he did a movie called Run. Did that come out in two thousand four? Nope. Or that was a different. That was a different movie called Run. Run came out in like ninety one or ninety two. Okay, I'd have to look that one up. Dude, this is a great fucking cult class. Kelly Preston's in it. Kelly Preston and Patrick Dempsey are pretty much the only recognizable names in this whole movie. But anyway, so what do we got? We got like a Harold and Kumar situation. We got like a Nacho Libre and his sidekick kind of situation. You know, maybe um, maybe like a, a Hispanic Southern Cali local and like a British exchange student. And they're both working for a courier company. They go to the Napa Valley they find like this magic apron, this magic hammer. And, but they're also supposed to pick up a package. They can't remember who it's from. They lost, they lost their phones. They lost their manifest for the courier package. Like what's going on. Right. Then they, then they get stuck on the side of the road. Right. Okay. Like a, like a hitchhiking scenario. And they got to get a lift to where they're going, even though they don't know exactly where they're going. They don't like the general direction of where they're going. They got to lead somehow. Who's picking them up and what's the lead? And how do they figure out where they're going? They were on their way to the Napa Valley. How does the magic apron? So they they get to a vineyard. They obviously have to like get to this vineyard. Right. They anyway, probably go. They probably the go vi- to the wrong but at the vineyard. vineyard. You know how at, at the vineyard. You know how at the vineyard they have meats and cheeses. There's mm-hmm. a local. There's a local farm at. 
you know, along it's a, it's a huge it's a charcuterie. Yeah. So there's obviously butchers there, and there's obviously workmen there to like. So there's this magic hammer and this magic apron. And they end up going to like the the local butcher shop, and finding out, you know, like a like the hot the hot butchers, you know, the butcher's daughter or something is like hot, and she butcher's like daughter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That you give maybe, and uh, you know something, something, something banter wise, something funny, where she tips them off, and and she knows the local area, or she knows something about where they're going somehow, and they end up going to like another vineyard. Well, there's but, this like, pa- there's this package they got to pick up. But right. What's the what's the, and then there's got to be a, a significance to the apron and the hammer, you know. Like it does something, you know, kind of like, like, what does it do? What does it do, Chris? I don't know what that apron does. It's got to do something. It's got to have some type of, uh, it's like a key to something, you know? It's like it's like that hammer, like this apron, this 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 apron. It's like if you were like a mad, you know, what is that? The Narnia. You wear that magical cloak. You fucking disappear or something. Like the apron can. I don't know. Like where that that apron shows you shows you where the vineyard is. Like they can see the vineyard, but they just don't know where it. They just see images of the vineyard. It's like a weird portal that they can see into, but they don't know how to get there. Yeah. And they gotta collect clues from it. You can see you can you're able to see fragments from the future wearing the apron. Yeah, sure. Sure. Like they can see themselves delivering the package. They can see whatever the, the butcher's daughter had told them was actually right about where they're going. But they, you know, are still missing a couple pieces of, you know, a couple pieces of how to get there. The hammer can be like something like a powerful weapon, kind of like Thor's hammer, similar. That's a, that's exactly what I was thinking. Nice, but, nice. But the apron, maybe it's not an apron though. Maybe it's. Are you gonna change it now? No, okay, I'll, no, I'll keep it. I'll I'll keep it as is. You know, it's an apron. It's tough aprons. I mean, that could be like a, like similar to a shield. Okay. Putting putting the apron on, you know, because some of the aprons cover your entire body, you know, and you have the hammer, which is kind of like Thor's hammer. Yeah, I like like a bulletproof apron. Now they're there to. They're there to pick up some sort of package. You're looking for a package. Maybe the package is a person. Like a holy person, like a like an ancestor, like like a holy ancestor of a yeah. of a Titan so, like it a sounds titan. like Monty Python or something. <laughs> yeah. It seems yeah. like it seems like Mighty Python meets the transporter. <laughs> because look, never open up the package. Never open up the package. Never open up the package. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? 
what's in the goddamn box but like maybe the package maybe the package is a person like kind of like uh like the transporter where you picked them up and it was a it was a woman in the back yeah. seat in the trunk in the trunk like um like fifth element like the fifth element where the fifth element was her right sort of the fifth element was love right and he kissed her they fell in love he kissed her and then that was the fifth element but really but if you kind of but like you were saying like the package was the person but the person so yeah is, this this package is this person, power this this has to it's a position of power you said the, no the person has a power right. has, an, has an additional power exactly and the person is the package and the person and this person is the one that really is is the one that actually has to wear the apron and hammer right and i think somehow it should like bridge their worlds like bridge the spanish you know immigrant and or the the local spanish guy and the british immigrant like it should like bridge their worlds together bridge what do you mean bridge their worlds well like you know they're they're on this common mission they got all these quirky differences and all that and like somehow this they just team up i i I think i think as far as their quirky worlds they just team up they're just it's one of those reluctant hero situations where they find these things and it gives them powers and they 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 blunder the powers they blunder the the tools right Mm. but they're but they're still trying to figure out like this package because the package that they're supposed to retrieve it's such a huge payday it's like uh what's you remember midnight run yeah dude midnight run but but not just one person two not just one robert de niro but you got like a uh yeah two 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 guys that are couriers and they're supposed to pick up this package and you got the joe you got the joe pantaleano character that's the bail bondsman right mm-hmm. and he's like i will I'll, I'll triple your fucking bounty i'll triple your pay if you if you if you get this package back to me in less than 24 hours and then they and something happens you know like a car wreck thunderstorm sandstorm there you know it's california who the hell knows what happens out there and and because is napa in northern california i mean you could also throw in uh yeah an earthquake scenario earthquake scenario okay so we got an earthquake scenario you know, car gets stuck in the gutter and a car gets stuck in a fucking sinkhole in the ground. They, cr- they climb out, cell phone's gone, manifest is gone, everything's gone. They know they got to get to like what you call it, vineyards in Napa Valley. And they're looking for a package. They're trying to find this package. And they come across, they, cr- they come across some resistance, you know, somehow get their hands on an apron and the hammer but one wears an apron one wears the hammer one uses the hammer one wears an apron one's one's bulletproof one's super powerful but kind of like super mario brothers yeah yeah that's a nice yeah that's that's a good that's a good that's a good example and then because one had the hammer and the other guy you know wore the suspenders Yep. You know, you mean the Hammer Brothers in Mario? Or are you talking about the Mario Brothers in Mario? Maybe the, 
the I don't know. One of them had a hammer. You you remember you had the hammer? Oh, that's right. In Mar in, in Super Mario Three, he did throw. He did throw a hammer. You you could get the hammer and throw the hammer. Yeah, because they're they're plumbers. Or was it Mario sixty four? You could throw a hammer. Well, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. But then they but then they find that package. They find the package, which turns out to be like, you know, this little girl, this twelve year old girl. She puts on the fucking apron. They hand her the hammer, and then she like cleanses the world of global warming or something. It's <laughs> fucking great, dude. That's I'm like a... so like two words my car held Kumar, the transporter, and Monty Python. Oh, yeah, it is, man. It really is. That is fucking legit. Crazy as fuck. I don't know. That was fun. It's gonna be a kick-ass movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey man, that that was that was that was fun. Listen, we you know we're gonna we're gonna have to cut this short. I think we're going on three hours now, man. It's almost midnight. So, gentlemen, uh, no, actually, no, it's eleven. Two hours, two hour long roundtable, you boys, and and that brainstorm was fun. I mean, we came up with a funny movie. We, uh, before we go, let's let's do some casting. I mean, who's gonna be? Uh, let's let's stick let's stick let's stick with a let's stick with like a Hispanic. Uh, a Latin American and a, and a and a Caucasian British. I got the perfect guy. Let me pull I, it up real quick. I got the, I got perfect, the perfect guy. guy. John Leguizamo. Fantastic. Ooh, I, I like that. John Leguizamo. Haven't seen him do. Haven't seen him do a lead in a while. He needs to do a good lead. He does. And then who's the other guy? What is it? Uh... The British exchange student. A, a British exchange student? Or just like, you know, like a foreign, like, like. He, so I was actually thinking they were younger, but if they're going to be couriers, then they're just couriers. It could be, it, we, we could go to like, because Robert. Hey, hey, what about Vinnie Jones? I like Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Vinnie Jones and John Leguizamo. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Vinnie Jones. I like that. You I like, like that? that? Yeah. Dude, he's like my fucking all time favorite. A Brit British actor is Vinnie Jones. You know what? Scott Atkins, maybe, as the Brit. You know who that is? Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins. So if you if you have ever seen Expendables 2, he played Jean-Claude Van Damme's brother. Yes. Yeah, I know who he is. Oh, yeah. And if you want to see one of his best movies ever... Go on Netflix and watch The Avengement. Or maybe there's no the in the title. It's either called Avengement or The Avengement. It's called Avengement. It's on Netflix. The final fight scene is about 30 minutes bar fight where he just destroys this whole fucking gang in a bar. And it's not bullshit martial arts. It's like the most brutal fucking fight scene you'll see. It's a most brutal bar fight yeah. fight scene. It's got a good rating, six point six. Not bad. Good fucking movie. Mm. He he. I think he wrote it. I think he produced it. He stars in it. The whole ending bar fight fight scene. It's got to be a good fucking twenty minute fucking climax to this movie. And he's just brutalizing. 
these guys are brutalizing him and he's brutalizing them. It's a it's one of the best bar fight scenes ever filmed in, in a fucking movie. I think it should be John Leguizamo, great fucking idea, Scott Adkins, the couriers, and the girl, and the girl. I just saw this young lady in a in a film. She was outstanding. Um, I think I know the girl should be. Um, what's it called? That show. God damn it! With the friends who live in her apartment, but it's not friends. Not Emily Blunt, but she looks like her. Not the girl from Community. New girl, new girl, that girl. What's, what's that show? Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Or what? What are we thinking? Younger, like she should be like twelve or younger. Like, 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 like much like younger. Dakota Fanning when she was young. Okay, that's true. Like, know. but you know, see, the thing is, I'm picturing, I'm picturing um, Steinfeld. We were just talking about what's her name? Yeah, the new Hawkeye. What's her name? Haley. Haley. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld, but 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 when she was in True Grit, you know, like 13, 14, 16, young, right, innocent. And then she puts on the apron and hammer and she becomes this metamorphosis for the next evolution of whatever. Fixing the, next, the, fix, the, the fixing the planet. The next Greta, Greta Thunberg. You know what I'm saying? Like the next... You know who Greta Thunberg is? No. Yeah, the autistic Swedish I know girl. who Greta Thunberg is. Thunberg, sorry. I don't know if that you, you know. know. How, if you know how to pronounce Swedish names... I don't. I'm not fucking sweet. it up. You're fucking it. Now you're Bruh. fucking it up, and you're fucking it up. Bruh. Yeah, I think it's pronounced. Mm. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of being a dick. I think it's pronounced Turnberg. Turnberg. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's Thornberg, right? I don't know, man. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Or Thornberg. Somebody that age, like, I mean, it could even be like. Yeah, I wish the uh, what's it called the um, what's her face? That's one of the twins from the Olsen twins that plays in the Marvel movies, like a younger version of her. Also, yeah, plays. man, like you know, even she's still like too old, maybe now. But, she's um, too old now. Yeah. No, no, no. Now. But but now, the, the, you ever seen the Nun? You know, uh, you know, Verma Formiga, and then she's got a she's got a sister, a younger sister that's now blown up, and she was in the Nun. And she was in, um, and she was in um, 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 American Horror Story. She was in Screen Clubs. Oh. Anna Formiga, because her sister, her older, her older sister was the wife in Running Scared with Paul Walker. She was um, for- talking about Taisa Formiga or Tessa. Yeah, Tessa Tessa Formiga is the younger yeah. sister. Yeah. Got you. Even though they're like 20 years apart or something like that. Or and her sister apart. is Vera Famiga. Yeah, so Vera was was in Running Scared. She was in... Um, yeah, Vera's in a lot of shit, dude. Up in the Vera's air. Like, she yeah, she's in, in a um, ton of stuff. She was in... Um, oh, God. Uh, Bates Motel. She did the show Bates Motel, which was a prequel to Psycho. But her younger sister is Tessa, Tessa Formiga, Tessa Formiga. Yeah, Formiga. Yeah, yep. She's only yeah. twenty-four. Yep. 
She's perfect. She looks it younger. Could be, it, it could be a it could be a younger girl. Maybe you know. Maybe they're held. They're holding her captive. Maybe they're holding her captive at this vineyard, right? Like the employees are 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 trying to like. Yeah, man. It sounds that sounds like a weird film. I like weird shit, man. Yeah, but it's fun, man. Like you know, Harold and Kumar, like do where's my car, Monty Python type. But yeah, it's fun, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Durko, any any plugs before you before we go? Any plug socials links? Uh, nothing yet. But but cooking, man. Cooking cooking up something this year for sure. Next, uh, the next business venture is going to be interesting and more. Be sure to buy tickets to the Durko Art Gallery and and that's the, right in Fort Reso- Fort Reservoir, New Jersey. Fort Fort Reservoir, New Jersey. We are hosting uh, we're hosting Tisa Parmiga for our uh, short that's based on the film we just discussed, and we're premiering here at the uh, the gala tomorrow morning, nine a.m. Guys, know where to go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tech Chris Chris MC Techfall page, and he links socials plugs. Yeah, check us out on www.deadonpictures.com um, Check out Sinister Infinite, Rose Gallery. Uh, check out the podcast on Zombie Squadcast. Uh, we got a whole bunch of new episodes that just posted. Got a lift, I've got a lot of different um, got a lot of different people on Zombie Squadcast. Zombie Squadcast that's been involved in the, the film industry, music industry. And if anybody wants to hop on the show, um, be be more welcome to hit any of us up uh, it, on our links. If you and, want to be on the show, hit up hit up Zombie Zombie Squad Two Eleven on Instagram. Chris is going to start taking over some hosting uh, duties here. He's going to start running some episodes so that I can get some fucking sleep. So you heard it here. Uh, Zombie, yeah. Zombie Squad Two Eleven. Don't picture. Hey, gentlemen, it was a blast. Don't go anywhere.